0: Plaza Mexico, a shopping place in Linwood, California, where bargains for days with rides, food, and many happy people surrounding it enjoying Hispanic cultural lifestyle come along with it. This is what it might seem on the surface level to many, however, many things come to tie when looking at it a bit deeper. One of the main things that may come to mind when thinking about Plaza Mexico may be the topic of immigration. And along with this, many times, what is associated with this may be unemployment. An example might be the Russians and the Chinese when they came to California for the gold. And the need to provide and feed for their children and families. They had to work odd jobs and make a living. And through unemployment, there is always going to be entrepreneurship, which allows for survival in this country um uh, most of the times this comes with having to fit the needs of the public back then it might have been seen through the engineer william moholan who was responsible for the building of the waterways that brought water to la he himself was an irish immigrant that came to the u.s in search for gold but when all that failed he developed engineering skills As a way to produce money and ended up becoming head engineer the whole project. Nowadays, it may be seen through the fashion district. There are often people selling their goods and knockoffs at lower prices. From clothing to pets to suitcases to make it more affordable and attract more business. Therefore, making a living. Because entrepreneurship seems more attainable in a place like California, a place of opportunity, there is diversification. Nowadays, when people think of California culturally, they think of one big melting pot. In the book California by Kevin Starr, he explains how much of this has to do with people immigrating to California during the gold rush, and that made it known for its diversity. And since then, people from all over the world keep coming to California because of the diversity and opportunity that there is for every race, from Russians to Spanish, Mexicans, to Koreans, Chinese, and African Americans, even though it was kind of against their rule, and Irish to many others. Even so, we still see discrimination from many people. An example of this, going back to the gold rush, the Chinese... Immigrants that were there, the last few waves to come, and didn't find that much gold in the country. In the documentary *Chinese: The Frontier West* by Lani Ding, explained that there were restrictions implemented by the white men, mainly on the Asians, such as extra taxes and not giving them little to none, little to none credit. When it came to working in the fields and the great ecological advances, because they were different, they were easier to differentiate through the color of their skin and the way that their eyes looked. Discrimination was not only applied to the Chinese when it came to Americans, but also to Hispanics through farming. Back then, we see it in Cesar Chavez, a farmer amongst many who no longer stood for the unethical working conditions and environment. He stood up for him and fought for his people, even after, even later, went to start on the National Farm Workers Association. To this day, we still see things like this taking place, and immigrant Hispanics are expected to work in the fields. Now, in 2020, recently in March, because of the COVID-19 outbreaks, the U.S. is trying to process the immigrants, that were on the waiting list a little bit faster to get them started working on the fields so that vegetables and fruits don't go bad. Another main topic that might arise could be pride in our culture that many have, possibly even starting with the kids, such as reverse assimilation or acculturation. Immigration has brought swap meets, also known as tianguis, pulgas, terminales. There have been many songs made talking about swap meets, such as the artist Jose Luis Orozco, who sang the song La Pulga de San Jose, the flea market of San Jose. In his children's songs, he's passing down to other generations the many things that one could buy at the swap meet. He educates the kids on the culture and through this have pride in the Hispanic establishing many swap meets in California. There are also Korean Mexicans, for example, who fall into this category. In an article of LA Times, A Cultural Awakening by Hector Becerra, he explained how the owner who opened the Plaza Mexico had very much pride in our culture. Even through generations of his family were originally Korean, he integrated to the Mexican culture and then to see themselves as true Mexicans. When he originally came up with the plans for, uh, And hope for Plaza Mexico. Looking into the future, every every ethnicity to a certain extent has a sense of pride for their culture. And because of this, there's a big establishment located around a lot of Hispanics that show off their native land in such a way that takes them back to their roots. They are happy to be associated with it. And of course, with cultural pride, food. Food will always come into play. We see this through family recipes that have been passed down generation to generation, having been tweaked to the best that they can be. In Hispanic culture, you always have, you always send homemade food and leftovers to those you care about because there is a pride in our cultural food that one makes because of its many families have opened this, their own Mexican food restaurants showing off their great recipes to their customers. Another example of this may be discussion of who's better. There have been jokes, wars, arguments over football games and other sports. People have tried, people strive to be the model minority and all of the countless school fights and school rivalries over the sport groups and seeing who is truly the best. Even though there may be a dark side to cultural pride, It may be a distraction or entertainment to others. Oftentimes, when people need a distraction from the people around them, their busy lives, many many times people like to associate with things that can relate or connect to something that matters to them. Back in the days, it used to be carnivals and other things that would distract them and entertain with their brides with each other. With rides and fun with the, with the family, however, it is seen through Netflix and taking significant others on dates nowadays to show off their cultural background and going shopping. People like to associate and entertain themselves with things who others are closest to their tastes. Because of this movement, such as the LGBTQ movement, come into play. They participate in parades that happen in major cities through Fresno, Laguna Beach, Long Beach, Sacramento, Santa Cruz, San Mateo, West Hollywood, San Francisco, San Diego, Ventura, and many more places in California alone. They want it to be known that they are excited about it and accepted amongst communities. And streets are even painted because of this. Overall, what the most important association of Plaza Mexico may be will not only affect this business, but everywhere will always be changing communities. With a changing community, there will always be poverty from the lower class, people that can't keep up with the increase of prices. For example, the LA rights. The LA Rights were not only about ethnicity and bias that were against others and their skin color people of all ethnicities white black hispanic asian living in the poor neighborhoods were not able to sustain their families and only getting by on the bare minimum so they took advantage of the people rioting and breaking into stores to get diapers for their kids through time there will also be reverse assimilation till so people come to the u.s different places that were trying to make money off of anything they could by selling things on the floor in downtown LA. Everybody knows what the elotero man and the tamaderas go home to home yelling their product and selling. But And last but not least, the people who began to open swap meets. Some illegals, such as the people selling on the streets, were ones that would sell elotes. Every time they would run, they would hear the cops coming. They would always run because they knew it was illegal, and eventually, permits started being available to them. Open markets, better known as swap meets, that were held every weekend and helped people stay afloat. And they became so popular that they went from outdoors to indoor structures. And also, as I talked about before in the l a Times article about the Plaza México founding of the American Korean Korean immigrants have come and have assimilated to the Hispanic culture and accepted to be accepted they completely forgot theirs and origin they originally went to Mexico through generations, have learned to speak fluent Spanish, and now associate themselves as the Mexican rather than Korean now. When they immigrated to America, they just associate them more with Mexicans than their original ties. Just as in the context through the years, there have been many Native Americans, Russians and Hispanics that have assimilated to the white and American community, and always surrounding them in order to fit and be accepted. Another example of this may be biases in single stories. White people since the beginning of time have been seen as superior race and skin color. To this day, there are still influences over this, and we see people constantly lighten their skin, such as Nicki Minaj, because this is what our, so- what our society learned is the best. The model minority. When people, When most people think about minorities, immediately what comes to mind is someone not white. We think... About the real, when you think about the real definition, which is someone or something who outnumbered who is outnumbered compared to the people or things surrounding it. In the U.S., Asians are ones considered to be the model minority, but in some places, they're the ones outnumbering their surrounding population and might not always be the brightest. Some, such as Cambodians, have struggled with this. and in, in an article found on NBC, Behind the Model Minority Myth, Why the Studious Asian Stereotypes Hurts, by Chris Futches. He explains how the end of the model minority, how in the end, the model minority doesn't know who they truly are and only what is expected of them in the society, and when they don't meet those standards, they feel lost and ashamed, which overall hurts them in a changing society. However, in the single story and biased environment, technology has risen to take the place of what we believe is the future, and entitled Amazon is the future. In the rush society we live in today, convenience is key, and what well, once was thought to be convenient, such as swap meets and shopping for cheap clothes and Shopping District, is now no longer the case. Many swap meets are dying and local community ones that are now seen run down and nothing to present. Maybe it is because of the lack of social media and activities that they have in those places, but Plaza Mexico, on the other hand, is thriving and has kept up with this and therefore been able to grow. The general footprint of the local indoor swap meet not 10 minutes away from my house that has been demolished and under construction. For something newer and better. For the last two or three years. And we're trying to, when I tried to find more information about it. There were only two links. A Yelp account with six reviews. And a Facebook account. With a picture and. The address. All to show. For the Imperial Discount Mall on Garfield. It may be. That the times are just changing. Or the people no longer go to these places. And. The only ones that seem to do well are the ones who can adapt to changing times concerning what the people want and how to give them with the most convenient way possible. But in every changing community, the thing that will always stay the same is how we see that children are the future. Before they would pass down values and what they wanted kids to know, their parents would show them how to farm. Religion was also important. Protests and strikes from ways to prevent climate change nowadays, though, are seen. In an article released by National Geographic, Kids Striking Against Climate Change, We're Fighting for Our Lives by Alejandra Boronda, they explain the environments that have been occurring because climate change due to greenhouse gases effects are increasing temperature and we will see a greater and more disruptive effect by 2030. So kindergartners that I worked with last year will be experiencing this when they get their high school diplomas if a change isn't met. To this state, parents and adults in their right mind would do anything to save a child and keep them safe because they know that in a growing, changing place, they are the future.